Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline. And then we've also got great content, just like Zach mentioned, on Instagram and on TikTok. But we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us. And they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. Make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org. The region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That means better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you at FBHP.com. Our new sponsor, Aura who is all about keeping you safe online to save uh, you from data brokers bothering you. Sign up with our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial. That's A-U-R-A.com slash A-T-O-Z for that two-week free trial. And Krebs Kubota, we welcome them this week. An elite Kubota dealer located in Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. Visit them online for all of your equipment needs at KrebsKubota.com. So, Zach, we've talked Monday a lot about Will Levis, who is the headliner as the second round pick because he plays the quarterback position uh, as uh, uh, the t- Titans try to aim for the future with Will Levis. Then we talked yesterday on a Tuesday about the grading of the draft overall, where I said a B, you said B minus. And I think a lot of the reason why our grades were in the B range and not closer to the A range is because the Titans did not draft a wide receiver until. Pick 228, Colton Dowell out of UT Martin uh, from Wilson County. Went to Wilson Central High School, which is going to be fun uh, to get to know him. He's a Titans fan, so that is that is a fun story, right? But he is the only wide receiver of this class who previously, Zach, had this list of receivers on the roster. Traylon Burks, freshly acquired free agent Chris Moore, Nick Westbrook-Akine, Mason Kinsey, Reggie Roberson, Kyle Phillips, and Racy McMath. That's the that's the list. And now you add Colton Dowell to the list and a group of undrafted free agents who will be at rookie minicamp uh, next weekend. And that's it, Zach. And so there's a lot of hatred. There's a lot of vitriol out there about the Titans not drafting a wide receiver until the seventh round. And it got to a moment, Zach, in the press conference Friday night after the Titans went Will Levis in round two and then Tajay Spears in round three, where Rand Carthon was having his press conference and felt the need to stop and interrupt the press conference for a little PSA. Um, I just want to say something real quick. Um, you know, today and as, as yesterday, um, these kids are living their dreams, right? Having their name called, you know, realizing the dream and being drafted. And I don't want these, you know, interactions between us to always feel like we got to take a negative turn. And, you know, this should be a joyous moment for us to praise these kids. This is a moment these kids are going to see this, you know, and this is a moment for them and their families to rejoice in, you know, because it's only going to happen once. You know, um, we joked, um, you know, earlier about uh, Jim and I joked earlier about me not being drafted, you know what I mean? And that's a moment. You know, in my career, I can never get back. Coach was drafted in the third round. That's a moment he'll always remember. So let's let's keep that in mind. 
you know, when we're talking about these kids and where they've come from and where, because a lot of these kids have overcome a lot, you know, to get to this point, you know. So let's keep that in mind in, in moments like this. There'll be other times to critique what they've done. These kids haven't even stepped on the NFL field yet, you know. So let's let's keep that in mind. This is a, this is a moment for them and their families to uh, have something to be proud of and enjoy this moment. Circle to the to the wide receiver topic. Is is the fifth round miracle pick plan the best way to get explosive at wide receiver and to give your quarterbacks dynamic receivers to go with trailing? Rolling the dice, playing the board. That's what we're doing. Um, we're going to take the best available player in the um, in the fifth round. You know, we we hope that it's a receiver because we're going to continue to address our needs and. If, if the, we take a receiver in the fifth round, it's a player that we feel can contribute to our team. So that's Rand Carthon Friday night after the Titans went quarterback for Will Levis and then running back at 81 overall. And, and so, you know, that's an interesting uh, comment there. And I, I see Mr. Jones says, uh, Rand Crython. <laughs> I see Joey saying that Rand in his overhead. Uh, I see Caleb said this goes in the category of not him moments. So there's a lot to talk to Zach, uh, talk about Zach with that comment. And I want to spend some time because Rank Carthon said that after reacting to all the questions about why they didn't go the one of the biggest team needs in one of their biggest value picks at 81 overall to help this football team. They drafted a backup running back at 81 overall when Derrick Henry gets the lion's share of the ball uh, of the touches from that position. And so, Zach, I have a feeling I'm going to know what you're going to say about this. But Rand Carthon missed. He swung and missed in that moment because reporters weren't asking those questions and going against the player Tajay Spears or against the person Will Levis. They're asking you, the GM, and you, the head coach, of why you continue to devalue the wide receiver position and not use your top resources on a position that handcuffed you so much last season after trading away A.J. Brown that Rain did not do, but Rain had the opportunity to fix that, and I thought that was a weird moment for Rain Carthon. So, Zach, I want to let you react to that because a lot of people have their opinions in the comments on what Rain Carthon said, giving his PSA in the middle of that press conference about the wide receiver position. And then, you know, with Paul Kaharski, I thought it was a, a great question uh, to follow up and how he said, well, miracle wide receiver in the fifth round. So, Zach, I want your opinions, but first tell us, about farm your health plans yeah fbhp.com is where to go to get your new health plan i got my new health plan uh in 2022 and man am i glad that i did if you are in the state of tennessee you need to get and check out at least the health plan that farm Bureau health plans provides for the state and all the individuals within the state of tennessee health dental and vision i realized that i saved 20 percent by switching i got better coverage free teledoc conferences dental and vision different attributes that I didn't have before. I mean, these are great that I now have the ability to use like free teeth cleanings that my previous higher price plan didn't have. So if you are in the state of Tennessee, you've seen Farborough Health Plans all throughout. They sponsor some of the Titan stuff, some of the Vol stuff. They are trusted here in the state. That's fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. And with BetMGM, you can win with code ATOZ Sports. It's real easy. You sign up, you download the app. ATOZ Sports is that bonus code to get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. So, Zach, I want your full thoughts on what I call Rand Carthon's biggest swing and miss of draft weekend 
in his mid press conference PSA about stop being so mean <laughs> and, and asking us mean questions and negative questions about who we didn't draft. So Zach, uh, the floor. Well, is. I have a reaction on how I feel about what he said and why he said, but in the moment when he said it, I want you to watch Mike Vrabel's face in the mm-hmm. first 10 seconds of this video. This is what I was doing when I was listening to what Rand Carthon was saying. Um, I just want to say something real quick. Um, you know, today and as as yesterday, um, these kids are living their dreams, right? Having their name called, you know, realizing a dream and being drafted. And I don't want these, you know, interactions between us to always feel like we got to take a negative turn. And, you know, this should be a joyous moment for us to praise these kids. This is a moment these kids are going to see this, you know, and this is a I was zoning out like, what is going on? Just like Mike Vrabel, because Mike Vrabel had been there before, right? He has dealt with the media. He's dealt with the ups and downs. He had to go out there and answer all the hard questions once John Robinson was fired instead of Amy Adams Strump. So he had been in some testy situations. And I think all of the questions that were asked of Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel on why they did not draft a wide receiver to help was warranted. I think the problem was the Titans brass got themselves into a situation that they probably could not answer openly and honestly towards the media. There is a protection agent that you have to have. That's why you have PR teams. That's why you have uh, all of those people around. You've got to be very careful in what you say. And usually what happens is when things get out of hand, you try, and especially when you're at the podium, you try to circumvent some things by saying, guys, let's bring this back down. And these guys are trying to have fun. <laughs> Football is fun. This Zero is a fun, sport sir. that we're Come playing. On. We're trying to, to achieve, and these guys are living their dream. They've worked all of their life to get to this point. Yeah. We know, but I go back to my famous line that I say each and every week to all of our employees, to you, to everybody else, no one cares. That's just our society. Why is Twitter so mean? It just is, right? That's just the world and the society that we live in. And I think these questions were warranted because, you know, I would say, what if Traylon Burks your first round pick from a year ago gets injured and is not available to play like he was last year. What wide receivers with experience, great statistics, playmaking ability, and touchdown scoring does Ryan Tannehill, your starting quarterback that you've acknowledged, have to help this franchise, this team, and this coach right next to you win games? And the answer is, The Titans don't have any. And so that, I think, is why everybody's asking these questions. And your actions speak a lot louder than your words. And the Titans' actions, to be honest, Austin, are right here. The proof Mm -hmm. is in the pudding. Colton Dowell is the only wide receiver drafted. He's a seventh-round flyer. Seventh-round picks are not guaranteed roster slots like first and second-round picks. He's going to have to earn it. And if another player out performs in training camp Colton Dowell he's not going to make the team 
And my question still stands. And so uh, this was a tough, a tough way of going about it. I have, I have a separate whole spiel on why the Titans were in this situation in the first place, but this was a learning lesson and a learning moment in Rand Carthon's first year as GM of an NFL football team. Yeah. Um, when Mike, we were talking about Mike Vrabel's face and his reaction. Uh, I immediately thought Mike Vrabel was hello, darkness, my old friend, right? Like as soon as Rand Carthon goes into the, you know, let's celebrate these guys. Right. And not, you know, they're going to see this press conference too. Again, Zach, you're right. Nobody cares. And it's not about the player. It's not about Tajay Spears, the player or the person. It's about the two guys in charge of the Titans drafting players, not getting a wide receiver with a high pick. And so Zach, here is a, here is a humbling stat. Mike Vrabel has more receiving touchdowns in his NFL career as a linebacker than any receiver on the Titans roster. Mike Vrabel had more receiving touchdowns than anybody. Like Chris Moore has eight and Nick Westbrook-Akine has seven in their entire careers. Now they're young guys. There have been role players and you like Traylon Burks, but he's got one touchdown too. And you don't have any tight ends that got a bunch of touchdowns either. Rob Moore is leading the franchise in the building. Who's an employee and career receiving touchdowns. And so that is a problem. And so drafting a wide receiver and waiting until the 30th wide receiver of the draft in Colton Dowell to come off the board is a crime against 2023 football. Is it not? They couldn't. It's a whole nother conversation, but they couldn't. Okay. They, they prevented themselves from doing that. And I, I will, I disagree with how Rand handled that. Yes. I agree with Korski and all the media members in the room saying, yes. well, you're not addressing the issue. Nobody cares about fun. Okay. This is a business. I'm, I'm with that, but I, I will stand with probably Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon is when you go into a draft, you have to trust your process, especially if your process has not been tested. You can't throw and and scrap up a sheet of paper if you have not tested your data. And this is the first year that Rand Carthon is truly getting data on his decisions and his board and his scouts and Mike Vrabel's opinion, Amy Adams Strunk's opinion on who he's going to write down on the card and submit. And so I, I, I do stand with Rand in the philosophy of you have to trust what you believe. And the Titans did not believe that anybody that was available when they were drafting was worthy enough to select at the wide receiver position mm-hmm. for this team. Yeah. So uh, there's two sides to sure, this. Sure, sure. I get but that. But they didn't handle that press conference very good. No. But at the same time, they couldn't take a guy that they didn't believe in. No, I, I agree with that. I, I absolutely agree with that. And so I think this was a moment where I think it was Rank Carthon's biggest swing and miss of the draft. It wasn't. It doesn't solve the problem. I think no, that's no, no, the no. point, right? Like, yeah, Rank, Rank Carthon taking a wide receiver because he's not on your board doesn't solve the problem that your wide receivers blow. 
Yeah, Rand Carthon had zero tie to this organization before being named the GM, right? He wasn't he wasn't with it. He didn't work with anybody with it. He was with the Falcons, he was with the Rams, and he was with the San Francisco 49ers in his NFL career and he played at Florida. So he is not close to this organization before coming the GM. He's had two moments so far this offseason that I think he's learned what this fan base feels. It's when he asked Kevin Byard for a pay cut, and then it's when he said that comment during the Friday night press conference and saying, guys, let's be nice here. Uh, you know, we're not, and not understanding the situation over multiple decades of the wide receiver position. So real quick, do some super chats and then we'll get you guys more involved with our one word question. Ryan says, should have just made Vrabel the GM rolling the dice. Your first draft, come on, ran. Uh, and then Noah says Vrabel in his mind, man, you know, it would be great right now at taco. What's the nearest Mexican place. I'm going to hit that up because Mike Vrabel was not having fun. Uh, when he was listening to Rand Carthon go on that PSA. I'll say this analogy before we ask our question, because I am I, I do think that the chat is is ticked off because of this yeah. wide receiver situation. Mm-hmm. We'll find out what they truly feel when we ask this question here in a second. But this is kind of how I felt like it was. So you know in high school, you got a group of friends. And let's say you're a junior in high school. And you've got your group of friends that you've been friends with for some time. And usually guys love language is I'm going to make fun of you, right? Like I'm going to create a nickname for you, or I'm going to cut you down or what the hell are you wearing or nice shirt shirt loser, right? You don't actually mean that you're friends. And then a new guy comes in and he's like, why are you guys being so mean to each other? And the group of friends says, this is how it works. Okay. And I think this was kind of the Rand coming into a new High school saying, look, what are we doing? You've got to adapt. This is how general managers, they're criticized. Because this is the time to criticize the general manager. Once Mm -hmm. the season starts, where do we divert our criticism or praise? We have praise. The coaching staff do well, right? The coaching staff gets that criticism when they don't throw the challenge flag at the right time. Or at the end of a Giants game, they call a timeout. And, and lose an opportunity mm-hmm. to help your kicker make a game-winning kick, right? So the criticism diverts to actually who is making those decisions. Right now, we have the ability to criticize the decision-making on the decision-maker, which right. is Rand Carthon. This is not fun patty cake time. Yes, uh, no doubt whatsoever on that. All right, so Zach, we're going to ask this question to the chat here. What's one word to describe the Titans not drafting a wide receiver until the seventh round. What is one word to describe the Titans not drafting a wide receiver until the seventh round? But first, I'm going to tell you guys about our great sponsor, Aura. Look, you need to do this. You need to go to Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. I'm going to drop it in the chat here in a second. Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z and sign up for a two-week free trial because in less than one week, I had 30 data brokers uh, that were found to have my information and 29 of them were stripped of my information in less than one week with Aura. So I'm receiving less robocalls. I'm going to receive less junk emails. I'm going to receive less junk mail in my physical mailbox because of what Aura is doing for me and ridding my life of data brokers spamming me constantly throughout the day and the weeks. Data brokers profit by selling your information to everybody that I just mentioned, and Aura will opt you out of those on your behalf automatically, even take you out of the junk mail and telemarketing list. Aura has almost every internet safety tool you'll ever need inside of one app, including VPN, 
password manager that I'm getting started with uh, now once I got the data broker thing under control and credit and identity theft monitoring in real time. So once again, let Aura do the hard work for you. Go to that link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. You have to do the link to get the two-week free trial. That's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for two weeks free right there. A to Z Sports were powered by BetMGM. My Lakers won last night, or really LeBron won last night. And that was a thrilling game if you stayed up, up by 14, and all of a sudden the Warriors come storming back. I had Lakers plus four, so I won some cash last night. I lost some uh, money on some baseball, but that's how it goes. Uh, But I had the opportunity because I'm in the state of Tennessee, and you use that bonus code for BetMGM. You can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. That's BetMGM. Download the app today. All right, Zach, a ton of comments have flown in. What is one word to describe the Titans not drafting a wide receiver until the seventh round? Uh, Here's the draft class again. Only six picks passing uh, in the first round when every receiver was still on the board with uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba not going until 20. Tajay Spears at 81, passing on him after dropping back a few spots in the third round for the Will Levis trade. No wide receiver miracle in round five because tight end Josh Wiley out of Cincinnati went skipping it again in the round in sixth round. And then Colton Dowell, the 30th receiver off the board at 228. So Zach, I'll send you the comments for all of these one word answers. You can throw a hyphen in Bama Brands, mind-boggling. A Mike, Micah said, or Michael, excuse me, says piss. Steven shocking. Richter odd. Steven wing T. Prideful from courtesy, <laughs> predictable from Tall Texan. Uh, Tall Texan, excuse me. Uh, Jarrell says frustrating. Travis goes sickening. Insanity from Jimbo. Embarrassing from Burning Devil. Fudge from William Young. Infuriating from Ryan. Helpless from Jason. Smart from Taylor. So there's a positive one. Malpractice from Caleb. Irresponsible from Guy. Run based from John with that hyphen. Uh, Mr. Jones says Ranley, horrifying from Cameron, madness from Demario, uh, pathetic from Jamal, unexpected from Timothy, zoinks, zoinks. There you go, Scoob. There from Stephen, uh, unimpressed, uh, unimpressed from Robbie, miss from J. Rome, pathetic from Polly, inexcusable from Kenneth. A lot of different words. I mean, I think a lot of similar meanings, but flabbergasting, ridiculous from Orlando, disheartening, devastating, stupid, BS from Reginald, uh, foolish from courtesy, malpractice again, uh, frustration, punt, denial from Jose, and Jigba from Ed Rogers. Who, again, I think as the, the, the draft played out and Jigba was kind of out of the conversation uh wild from charles uh tone deaf from drew burks from chris frazier chill from pistol ramsley so many different words and i'm just kind of scratching the the surface rebuild uh dicey from blake mitchell uh mysterious from tiffany right i think there's some question marks on why relax from lloyd so lloyd's taking a different approach austin what is your one word for the Titans, you know, they took Colton Dowell. I mean, what does that mean? It's a seventh-round wide receiver. It's not going to address any issues. And still goes to my question, if Traylon Burks goes down with an injury, Colton Dowell is not going to be Clark Kent coming into this roster and catching four or five touchdowns. 
No. And if he if he does, then damn then good great. for him. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. Um, Welcome, Brock Purdy. And I like Colton Dow. You know, he's he's six two, two hundred twelve. You can pounds. like him. No, yeah, I know. But, but I, you know, you're not I like falling him. in love. No, you ain't marrying him. You're not spending the rest of your life with him. He's not going to be there through and through, through thick and thin. He's not to death do us part. He's not one of those guys. That's the point. They don't have enough of those guys. Now, AJ Brown, first reference, 27 minutes in, in there. He's not your to death do us part. He's not your thousand yard wide receiver. He's not your eight touchdowns. He's not your game breaker, game wrecker. So Colton Dow. He's your one night stand that you had a fling with that you woke up in the morning feeling a little bit better about yourself because you've been in a rut. That's what Colton Dow represents. So that's they they don't have the guys they need. It's the worst wide receiver room in the league by period. by a long shot. Like there is so much gap between the Titans wide receiver group and the 31st best wide receiver group in the NFL. Again, not a single person on the Titans roster has double digit touchdown catches in their careers. That's a significant, and look, a rookie wouldn't change that either. Right. But the fact is my one word, Zach is stubborn because it's you've, it, it's a thing that is continuing to play out. It is now a festering wound stubborn is how they're approaching the wide receiver position because look, the trade of AJ is the trade of AJ. We've talked about that where I understand everybody throws up in their mouth a little bit when they think about it, but the fact that they went through the free agency process, they let NWI test the market. They were like, they didn't even want NWI enough to like sign him to a tender. They let him, okay, yeah, go test it. And then he came back and like, all right, let's just do this and see what happens, right? So then they wait and wait and wait until April to sign Chris Moore, who is the only receiver on the roster or tight end on the roster that has a 500-yard reception season under their belt too. And that they're the only one that didn't have that before Chris Moore in the NFL. And so it's stubborn because this entire offseason you're thinking, Ah, the free agency wide receiver class isn't that great. Don't overspend uh, for Jacoby Myers. Don't overspend uh, for some of these other, you know, Juju Smith Schuster. Don't overspend for the veteran receivers. That's fine. Don't go get Adam Thielen for who's 33 years old and is losing some steps. Right? Don't retread that philosophy. Wait for the draft, and then okay, the draft happened. Now what? Because you waited until the 30th receiver uh, in the draft to help you out. So it's stubborn and it goes into the, look, we, and Rand said it in that clip when he was answering Paul's uh, a question about is the fifth round miracle receiver the best chance for this team to get more explosive at the position? And Rand said, we hope there's a receiver there in the fifth round, but we can't control that. It's just the roll the dice philosophy felt really stubborn on top of the free agency philosophy at the position. I just feel really, I don't feel confident whatsoever in the Titans quarterbacks now and in the future of having a go-to guy on third and eight. Yeah. You could take two philosophies. You could say the roll of the dice, which is true, right? The draft happens and you don't really know who's going to be available. Who's going to pop up. Or you could take is, we are trying to be as calculated as possible to take the best player for our roster, right? 
you could, but he he decided to play the role of the dice, which both are correct, right? It's just how you want to actually, uh, you know, portray what you're doing. So I think that's a PR thing, and we've criticized mm-hmm. on the approach there. But and let me be very clear on Colton Dowell. I don't hate Colton Dowell. I think I wish him the best. I think that I hope he makes the the team and catches one touchdown pass during the regular season. But Colton Dow is like Trey McBride back in the day for Titans fans. If you know who Trey McBride is like, I cheered that guy on. That was like my guy. I was like, man, I want, he was a super nice guy. Talked to him. Like he was, but he's a fringe guy. He is what he is. Training he, camp warrior, right? He just doesn't have the talent and ability. And I think that's why Titans fans are so critical of like NWI is he just doesn't have the ability. He can't catch seven touchdown passes in a season in the national football league he doesn't have that ability and that's okay but the titans need somebody to be able to catch seven touchdown passes in a season for their team so i'm going to go a little bit more logical on my answer and my answer and my one word so ask my ask a question to me Zach, what is one word to describe the Titans not drafting a wide receiver until the seventh round at 228 overall? Levis. That's my one word. Because that's the true reason why they didn't do this. They're not going to sit up there and tell you this, but what Rand Carthon and I believe Mike Vrabel talked about is we are going to value what we believe is going to be the future face of our franchise and Will Levis and why we gave up selections to go up and draft a quarterback that had value, that needs to be developed, but the Titans believe that they have the pieces to develop him, but that's why they got screwed, Austin, and rolled the dice. They rolled the dice in the third round and they they crapped out. They 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 couldn't do anything. Because the best wide receivers available, and this is not necessarily their fault because they did not know when these wide receivers were going to be taken, but they were in prime position. And I'm talking about prime position. I honestly, who I wanted them to draft at the beginning of the third round when I was in Kansas City was I wanted Tank Dell. I thought Tank Dell would have been a great, Mm -hmm. great pairing. Now, unfortunately, the Houston Texans selected take Dell out of Houston and they got a, I think a really good player, but tank Dell went before the Titans would have picked tank Dell sat there. And for Houston, he was drafted at 69. The Titans had 72, so mm-hmm. he wouldn't have been available, but here is actually the nuance. And this is, we need to understand this, right? Here's the logic. The Titans could not draft the best wide receivers that were available because they traded back to draft Will Levis to go from 72 all the way down to 81. Yeah. They decided to take Tajay Spears during there, but who was ta- who was taken oh, hey. from from 72 to 81? There the were best three wide receivers available. Yeah, and Two I think that Tennessee guys yeah. in the North and North Carolina. So Jalen Hyatt off of the board. Cedric Tillman picked 73 and 74 off of the board. And then you scroll down and you have Josh Downs, who I thought that was this draft was all about 
not top heavy wide receivers in the first round because we saw Njigba fall. We saw Quentin Johnson fall. We saw Zay Flowers. He kind of rose up the ranks at the last second. But those are your three wide receivers. Six wide receivers were taken last year, and the Titans selected 18th, right? So six wide receivers in the first 18 picks. The first wide receiver was taken off the board at 20 in this year's draft. Mm -hmm. The value, you want to talk about value, Mm -hmm. the value of wide receivers came in the third round. The problem is Will Levis prevented the Titans from taking the most valuable wide receivers in this draft in the third round, and they missed on all of them. So they decided it was not worth it to reach on a third-round wide receiver and take Tajay Spears because Austin and the chat, here's a sobering thing. The probability of Derrick Henry not being on this roster next year is pretty damn high, and they are trying to replace him. They're not going to replace him with a Zeke or a Bijan Robinson. They're not going to do that. They're going to replace them with what the 49ers philosophy is. Go to Rand Carthon's basically team that he just left. It is running back by committee. You can see the writing on the wall what Rand Carthon is trying to do, but Levis is the reason why they didn't take a wide receiver till the seventh round. All right, so uh, more of your content, uh, comments because a lot of opinions of what Zach said, and I've got some thoughts on that as well. And you know where I thought the Titans missed um, at the wide receiver position as well. But Zach, first tell us all about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. The Palisade right there, down there on your screen. The Sonata, the Elantra, the Tucson, the Santa Fe. Your fleet of vehicles that you need to test drive before you actually take it home. And when you take it home, you're going to get a good deal. That's the best part about Wilson County Hyundai. Family owned and operated right there in Lebanon. Talk about, uh, look, I bet you Colton Dow maybe have taken a swan. I dare guarantee he's passed Wilson County Hyundai. He may have gone in that bad boy. The seventh round wideout that could impact this team more so than we think could be a huge fan of Wilson County Hyundai. We are here at A to Z Sports. Visit WilsonCountyHyundai.com. At BetMGM, you can always win with your first bet offer with code ATOZ Sports. But every Wednesday throughout this baseball season, it's Call Your Shot Wednesday. So what you got to do, you go into your log into your BetMGM app, you place any home run prop on today's slate, $25 home run prop, and you'll instantly get a $10 bonus bet, uh, regardless if that home run prop hits. So go pick a guy who's probably going to hit a home run uh, today or pick someone not to hit a home run. Uh, today in Major League Baseball, put 25 bucks on it for Call Your Shot Wednesday and get a $10 bonus bet every time you do that, regardless if that home run prop hits or not. For Call Your Shot Wednesday, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only, new and existing customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, other requirements. Rewards issued with knowledge double bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days. And for problem game support, call Tennessee Brown Light 800-889-9789. So, Zach, you're right. You, the reason why the Titans missed on those mid round receivers is because they dropped from 72 to 81 with the Will Levis trade. And I, and I think I have a feeling that Cedric Tillman might've been their guy. Oh, that's who I wanted. I, I I turned to Jake. I said, Cedric Tillman at the beginning of the third round, I go, the Titans, if Cedric Tillman is there, they have got to draft him. He would be the perfect complement for this offense. I felt he was the guy. Yeah. I did uh, like Tank Dell, but I didn't think they were going to get Tank Dell. 
Well, yeah, and they wouldn't have, like you mentioned, he went right at the end of the 60s before the Titans' original third-round pick at 72. But, man, like Zach, Sam, Jack, and I were on the streaming show, and we were sitting there waiting for 81. We went on live at 70, and 72 went. uh, The Cardinals took a corner, and then, boom, Jalen Hyatt. Then, boom, Cedric Tillman. You're like, oh, God, that just hurts to watch those two guys go back-to-back right the two picks after the Titans original. And then you're thinking Josh Downs is right there. And then still like there was Darnell Washington was on the board at 81 for a pass catcher that could have helped this team, but they didn't do that either. And we we'll talk about Josh Wiley. I'm sure. Uh, they didn't value up. him. It was. And that's where I have got to, I will put my hands up. I'll, I'll be critical when I need to be critical, but Rand Carthon has got to play his board and he has to trust his process. And if he does not believe that those wide receivers, if he found a problem with them and he liked Tajay Spears, I like Tajay Spears that, and I'm look, I'm concerned about the ACL and the knee injuries, just like everybody and their mother. Right. But you got to trust a process because if you're, you Rand Carthon doesn't know that his process is right or wrong yet. We figured out John Robinson's process was wrong. Mm-hmm. He valued the value of the word value way too much. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, Michael Wilson out of Stanford was the only other receiver to go in the third round after the Titans picked. Oh, I'm sorry. Trey Tucker uh, went out of Cincinnati uh, in the third round as well. So there were a couple guys at the very, very end of the third round. And, you know, Michael Wilson is a guy who struggled to stay healthy uh, at um, at Stanford and Trey Tucker out of Cincinnati. Like if there's a college football program that Mike Vrabel knows just as well as Ohio State, it's the University of Cincinnati. So if the if the Titans pass on a player from Cincinnati, then they probably are smart to do so uh, in that situation because of the tie between Vrabel and Luke Fickle, who is now no longer at Cincinnati. But they did get Josh Wiley from Cincinnati, which kind of goes into my opinion there. But Tyler Scott was available as uh, DeMario brings up, but he didn't go into the fourth. I think that was the biggest problem is that you had an opportunity at 81 to go get a receiver and you weren't going to pick for another like 40 slots or more. And that's where top tier brings up, you know, screaming at AT Perry at 81 and the guy goes 195, right? The value and the Titans had that same thing pegged that top tier says, right? That's why they didn't select them. So you have to trust your research. You can't just get into the draft and freak out, right? Yeah. You can't do that. And I I actually, this is where I would applaud the Titans for not freaking out just because everybody's screaming for the rooftops. It does not cover up the fact that you didn't address a massive hole and issue on your roster because there is zero playmakers besides maybe Traylon Burks and maybe Chig. Those two guys are still not proven. And if they get hurt or injured at any point in the season, you've got to rely on guys that are seriously unproven, right? And that's not helping Derrick Henry or Ryan Tannehill. No, it's not. Uh, Zach, you have an opinion on what you think is the end-all, be-all of why the Titans ended up doing what they did. So we're going to get to that opinion. Also here from Mike Vrabel, his reasoning on why the Titans didn't draft a receiver until the seventh round uh, in the draft. And, uh, but first I'm going to tell you guys about the bone and joint Institute, which I've been communicating with our friends at the bone and joint Institute. And we're planning next week 
to have a doc talk segment about Ty J Spears uh, running back out of Tulane that has multiple ACL injuries, has reported arthritis and cartilage damage and, and maybe no ACL in one knee. And how the heck can a guy be a running back and be that dynamic and tear up the cotton ball like he did with no ACL. So we're working on setting up that schedule to talk to one of the experts at the Bone and Joint Institute about that. Uh, boneandjointtn.org, that's where you should go whenever you get hurt in life. It's really easy to make an appointment for whatever's bothering you. Don't let it linger. Go get it taken care of. Because I did that. I let it linger too long last summer with my foot. But I went and saw our guy, Dr. Jeff Watson, at the Bone and Joint Institute. And he helped me out, get my foot back to health where I'm feeling good, no pain, almost a year later. So check him out, boneandjointtn.org. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. See that on the screen. Bonus bets. You get new users. This is huge for new users. Use that promo code, or excuse me, the bonus code ATOZ Sports. You get $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. Download the app today in your Apple or Android app store. All right, so we're going to get to Zach on his real reason of why the Titans waited until the seventh round and also hear from Mike Vrabel, but a couple super chats. Kane uh, brings in here and says, what happened to all this waiver wire on Monday? Yeah, Vrabel said there's going to be players available, a bunch of players available on Monday on the waiver wire. Uh, there were four uh, across the entire league and zero wide receivers. Uh, so, yep, you're right there, uh, Kane. Sham Wow says, Rand cares more about his process than the media, and he should, but again, the, what we mentioned earlier in the show of him doing the PSA mid-press conference was not a good uh, look for him. Uh, DeMarco says Zach called him DeMario. That's his twin's name. So we got DeMarco so and DeMario. Twins. We're, we're kind of on the same page, but yeah. different page. Uh, William Young says the Titans are cursed at wide receivers since they pa- passed on Randy Moss in the 1997 draft. Man, I mean, Kevin Dyson uh, is who the Titans picked at the position over Randy Moss out of Marshall. Uh, you know, it, Randy Moss dropped quite a bit in that draft because of uh, his, you know, he's a Heisman finalist and had all the off-field stuff coming out of Marshall and what happened with Florida State and every else, everything else is well-documented. But, yeah, Hall of Fame player right there. Uh Demario, yeah. real quick, didn't know he had a twin. <laughs> oh, there you go. How about that? Um, Noah says, I think uh, that um, <laughs> Colton Dow will be Clark Kent, not Superman, though. <laughs> so yeah, that's to- fair. That's fair. Yeah, uh, Kane comes back again and says, so what they're saying is uh, an Arbor with major knee issues was better, a running back with major knee issues was better than any wide receiver at that spot. Yeah, that's what they told you. Uh, we'll hear more of that in a second. Uh, Nathaniel says two running back comps for production when undrafted, Keaton Mitchell, Muhammad Ibrahim, uh, running back com- by committee there. And John says, like Austin said on draft night, Mike Vrabel doesn't give a damn about the wide receiver position. Spears in the third round was a wasted pick, needed wide receiver in the third round. So, Zach, I'll, I'll toss it over to you. They definitely have – I don't think that he doesn't give a damn about it. I, I said he doesn't give a damn about your needs at wide receiver. So, I was misquoted slightly there. Okay. Right? Okay. Then that that's yeah. fair. Yeah. I had to take a step back. And, again, you know, when I was at the draft in Kansas City, I, I don't know if I – I just look at it a different way because I don't have all of the coverage. When I, right. I was on the draft floor – Things happen and you just don't, I don't have the coverage. I don't have the water cooler talk. And I check Twitter and stuff, but a lot is going on, you know, getting content and all that other stuff. But, you know, we had a conversation. I mentioned this yesterday on the show is I, as a human being and as a person, I have to figure out why. And once I figure out why, 
I can agree or disagree with it, but that is the true thing that I'm seeking. And I think, you know, we took a deep dive into the why did this happen? I don't know what's going to happen over the next couple of months because things could get weird. Mike Evans could get traded. Keenan Allen could get cut. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is probably going to get traded. So it's not like the Titans are dead in the water for not attaining a wide receiver. I, I hate to say this out loud, but Corey Davis could get cut. So if you have an opportunity to, to go retread. That's a conversation for another day, and it's exhausting to even say that out loud. But here is what I believe that the Titans, after this run on receivers, really took them out of the wide receiver market in the draft because they couldn't really grab the value prior to 81. They had no ability to do that because they they drafted Levis. And here's the rolling the dice thing. They had no idea that those receivers were going to go when they actually went. The, the receivers, what if the receiver run would have started at, I don't know, 79? And now all of a sudden, the Titans had the ability to draft them. But it didn't happen that way. But here's where I think that the Titans' mindset is. And it's hard because the Titans have told us, well, two things. One, they are going to continue to try to win. They are not going to just sit back and try to rebuild and get a high draft pick in the future. If they do, it just happened. So they are going to try to win with Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill one last time before they probably blow this thing up and restructure it. But Austin, they're also telling us that they're rebuilding on the long term in the future. Rand Carthon is in year, which almost cussed, but hell month three or four on the job yeah, four. like like he's he's infancy stages yeah, of this job so it's 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 unfair to say now 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 me 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 that's how our society works but austin here's the reason why they waited i don't think it's going to help them this year but the free agency market this year in wide receiver was god effing awful Mm -hmm. The draft had all of the value in third, mid-round to third-round picks at the wide receiver position. Yeah, like two we, to four, right? We've Rounds just gone four. over that they missed all of those. Yeah. That's, that's just how the draft happened. Austin, it actually suits them better, and I think this is probably a discussion that they had. It suits them be better to build for the future at that position next year. And next year because I'm about to go through all of the wide receiver free agents next year that will be available. And mm. who are a couple of the guys that you mentioned this past season's off season? Oh, season? Uh, well, the, I, I want to say two of the bigger like annual value contracts were Jacoby Myers and Juju Smith Schuster, not worth right. the money, right? Around 10 to $11 million a year. So here's the list of what wide receivers will be available at least now, right? This could change. But next, this is just free agency, right? Yeah. You've got Hollywood Brown, Calvin Ridley, Mike Evans, Odell Beckham Jr., Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, T. Higgins, Michael Pittman Jr., Devontae Parker, Nelson Aguilar, Jalen Rager, McCole Hardman, DJ Chark, Tyler Board, or Boyd, Paris Campbell, Jamal Agnew, Curtis Samuel, Isaiah Mitchell, Chase Claypool, Van Jefferson. 
the majority, and I, I wish I would have gone back and seen touchdown catches. The majority of the list that I just listed have had more touchdown catches than the Titans' entire team. Right. Now, I... Some of those guys were, will not be available. Well, like DJ Chark and Paris Campbell were options this free agency, and they and they went for cheap deals, but the Titans passed on them, right? And the Indianapolis Colts would be ridiculously stupid if they allow Michael Pittman Jr. out of the building after drafting Anthony Who's Richardson for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, Jim Irsay, but like I right, but Michael well, Pittman I, Jr. That's all I'm saying. No, for sure. So there, look, I don't think Odell Beckham Jr. makes sense. Uh, who knows, right? You know, but the market is so much more ripe with talent yeah. that you could justify paying. And on top of that, Austin, though, you also have to look at the draft class that is next year. You, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., I think we all believe in our heart at heart is a generational talent. Oh, that yeah, guy, Zach. The Arizona Cardinals are going to get Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that because the, the Cardinals... You have the reason, no idea. The reason why I say that is because the Cardinals are still one of the worst teams in the league, and they had the Texans first-round pick, who are still one of the worst teams in the but league. But you've so got Johnny Wilson, Wilson out of Florida State. You've got uh, McCory Brooks out of Alabama. You've got uh, Bo Collins out of Clemson. You've got Georgia players. And you know that three or four wide receivers are going to rise up the ranks yeah. this football season. So I wrap a bow on that. My point is is that the year that you take your wide receiver to pair with Traylon Burks is probably next year. And you had to make that decision because you traded for Will Levis. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, for sure. And they had one, you know, when you're talking about rolling the dice, you had one aggressive roll the dice move to go trade up to get somebody you wanted. And it was you moved, you used it for Will Levis. Once you trade up to 33 for Will Levis, you couldn't trade up for eight from 81 to 73 to get Cedric Tillman. Right? You've already used that move. You had one bullet in your gun. Yeah, and look at the draft picks they don't have next year. You can't keep trading away future draft picks. Yeah, they don't have many. They've already got no third and no fifth next year. Dennis Daly is why they don't have a fifth round pick in 2024. <laughs> That's what they came up you in that drink. get sick. That'll make you sick. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. I uh, got a super chat come in. Uh, Dre, the barber says, uh, just want to say the Titans fan base is the most cupcake lead. Why fans were hype when Rand came. Now it's time to move on after his first draft. Shake my head. What if things work out? Uh, not even training camp yet. Look, I, Dre, the barber, like I don't, I disagree that they're the most cupcake league wide. I also disagree with the notion that the majority of the fan base or even a large minority of the fan base once ran gone. I, I don't think that's the case, but yeah, but does Rand Carthon deserve some criticism and some question asking of why he didn't go wide receiver until two twenty eight? Yes, that's fair. That's fair. It's just going to be hard to trade as we talked about, like to get, you're going to have what I think that they're waiting on. And I will say this at the beginning of May. I think that they are waiting on a top wide receiver to be cut after June 1st. Yeah. And I, not- I, I, I think that is their position. But you know what can't happen? Just like Mike Vrabel says that the waiver wire is going to be heavy on Monday. And then all of a sudden four players show up. You can't kind of sacrifice your roster in 2023 for the possibility of a guy getting cut after June 1st. 
But I do believe that that is what they are trying to do. But at some point, like your future opportunities are going to run out. Like, you know, it was, yes. there's free agency. Okay. Don't like the free agent class at receiver. Well, there's the draft. Okay. Well, you got Colton Bell in the seventh round. There's always post June first cuts. Okay. What if that doesn't turn out the way you want it? Now what? Oh, well now let's wait until somebody gets cut at the end of camp. Oh, Rank Carthon said to 104.5 The Zone that, oh, well, you know, the XFL is ending in a few weeks. Maybe we can get one of those guys. Like, at some point, you're going to run out of those, those opportunities ahead, and you're like, well, you know, now you're just stuck with these guys, right? You're stuck with NWI, wide receiver two, once again. And I, I want to um, – Matt asked Zach, how are we going to pay him? Talking about the Titans. Well, Matt, because they cut all of the guys at the beginning of free agency and Bud Dupree – yeah. And you need money to sign them. I understand that. But they also structured Jeffrey Simmons's contract. So they have they have space. They don't have a lot of space. They got like $10 million in cap space. But they're in a lot better position they were before they started, right? So mm-hmm. I they'll find the money. They're in a better spot now than they definitely were. I, I, I actually don't. And that's the only piece that you need, right, Austin? Like, the one thing missing from this roster to make Titans feel uh, fans feel better that they can go compete. I'm not talking about competing with Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Joe Burrow for an AFC championship. I'm talking about competing with the AFC South and the new quarterbacks in that division and competing for a division title and or a wild card spot where you can make a run like they did in 2019 and possibly shock the world with, let me say this, some proven commodities. Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill are proven commodities. Now, to what level? That's, you know, that's a question. But they are proven commodities. Austin, if I asked you, does Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry work to make the playoffs? Yes. More times than not. Yes. The answer is? Yes. So that's what they're doing. Yeah. Does Keenan Allen change that? Maybe. I mean, what Keenan Allen would be a pipe dream, right? But again, well, here we are. It's it's the next version of Eric Decker in June. Signing Eric Decker in June. Oh, okay, cool. But they've Signing- been here too often. I think here's the problem, and this is what I'll say, and we can go to Undershade. The problem is, is the Titans fans and, and Titans organization have been this way for years and years and years and years. Randy Moss, Julio Jones, like the list goes on and on and on. And on top of that, the one guy that they had drafted, groomed, and were set to pay, they traded him away. That is the hurt that Titans fans feel, that I feel. I, I, I'm sitting here. Well, why, why did you trade away your generational wide receiver that has eluded you your entire franchise history? And now... You're back in the same spot. It's, again, you date this great girl. You finally meet her. She's the love of your life. And then you go out to a strip club and cheat cheat on her with a stripper. Why are you so stupid? Stop. You ruined it. Stop ruining it. And now you're back playing the field. And the Titans, here we are, sit. They're back playing the same field that they've been playing their entire franchise history. Yeah, because how many 30-plus-year-old receivers have the Titans acquired post-June 1st that have failed, right? Mm -hmm. Eric Decker, I mentioned. Julio Jones failed. Uh, Eric Moulds, Andre Johnson, Randy Moss. I mean, we can keep on going, uh, but they just didn't work. 
And so you're, you're now, and those were not ran. Those were John Robinson and previous GMs before John Robinson. But Rand has never failed at that. But Rand steps into this fan base that has seen Andre Johnson's going to help you guys. Now, he retired in like week four. Uh, then you see Julio Jones didn't work. Eric Decker dropped a bunch of passes. Uh, there's all these guys have flopped. But now Rand Carton's banking on that philosophy, it seems like, because he didn't like free agency. The value wasn't there when he rolled the dice in the draft. And now that's all they got left. Well, and Ran is playing with a different bank than everybody else because he just got the job. Yeah, but he, he is setting up, huh? But but we have all been here already, and yes. he's doing the same things that we've he does, seen people. He, he, he doesn't care. Well, that's no, fine. I, he, but he'll deserve the criticism. Yeah, but just like we don't care that these players are living their dream, we don't care. Ran also does not care that we're criticizing him on the way that he's building this in year one because he has to trust his process. And like I said, I believe his process is looking at next year to attain a wide receiver at the sacrifice of this year or post June 1st, if they get lucky. Well, I just uh, had a you know thought of a, an opinion that uh, I'm going to hold in my back pocket for later because now it's Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel. They need to, 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 Pick pick one, right? They're they're riding the fence, and then we'll talk about that maybe uh, later this week or or next week with what just popped in my mind. But Zach, let's move on to throwing shade. I'm gonna admit my shade this week is incredibly stupid, but it's gonna make you think. So throwing shade. So get your shade ready here on the show. We throw shade to wrap up the show every Wednesday here on A to Z Sports. But first, let's welcome in new to the show this week. That is Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer located in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro. Uh, Krebs Kubota is Middle Tennessee's preferred equipment dealer with convenient locations, just like I mentioned, across the mid-state. Krebs is an elite Kubota dealer and has served this community for over 18 years. Krebs Kubota sells services and supplies parts for all the best equipment in the country and has a large selection of inventory in stock in all three of those locations right now. So there's no waiting, no having to wait for orders to come in. Krebs Kubota believes in customer satisfaction rooted in outstanding parts and service department. It is their goal to have the best parts and service in the industry, which stands behind the best equipment they have in the industry. So go check them out again, Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro at KrebsKubota.com. It is these sports were powered by Bet MGM. Download the app today. You got NBA action. The Suns out. Chris Paul's out. Suns trying to get back into it. O2. You've got uh you've got tons. You got hockey. Hockey last night. You've got baseball. You can bet on it all with Bet MGM. Download the app today. They've got you covered when it comes to your betting needs. And they'll, they'll hook you up with some great promotions too. Once you sign up with that bonus code. They've got it when it comes about bonus bets, bonus parlays. I mean, they've they've got you right there at BetMGM. Download the app today. All right, time to throw some shade here on this Wednesday. Always shade day on Wednesday. Danny says shade on his work. I hope you're not watching this at work with the volume on. Uh, Having a big inspection by the state on the apartments I work at and everyone is freaking out and stressing him out, ready for it to be over. Uh, David says shade on any XFL strategy to fill the roster needs. I didn't think it was ironic, Zach. 
right after Mr. Irrelevant was was selected in the seventh round of the 2023 NFL draft and ESPN wrapped up their draft broadcast immediately into the XFL playoff game. So it was like, Hey, here's the last player pick for all of you. Here's the league. You're going to be playing in next <laughs> into the XFL because you didn't make it drafted. So I thought that was funny. Uh, Deshaun says shade on the Celtics for ruining his perfect money line parlay a couple days ago. Uh, I've got a couple of plays on the Celtics today at BetMGM. Uh, let's see more shade. Robert said, uh, shade on a Titans fan burning jerseys because they drafted a quarterback from Kentucky. Yeah, I did see that. I thought also that that was uh, pretty stupid um, overall. Uh, Xavier says shade on Buck for praying on the downfall of the team. Buck is not praying for that. I Buck has said this louder than anybody. I think that Buck's success is, you know, kind of predicated on the Titans' success. The more successful the Titans are, the more successful we are. Uh, as media covering, well, it works uh, both ways. The, mo- yeah. the the Titans fail, we're still successful, right? I mean, because there's a problem. You're trying to fix a sure. problem of a franchise. Yeah, um, but I don't think that he he negatively like no wants the Titans to fail. I think no. he we. I mean, I know Buck. We'd rather have the Titans win the Super Bowl than you know be eight and eight or yes, eight and for nine. Sure. No. Denise says a shade for Randall Cobb following Aaron Rodgers. Thought Rodgers didn't have a list. Yeah. Uh, name somebody who's more loyal to something than Randall Cobb is loyal to Aaron Rodgers. Peanut butter to jelly. I mean, that's right there. Peas and carrots, right? Um, so Zach, my shade is incredibly stupid, but I think it's fair to bring up, you know, I don't know why, but why do paper towel companies still make the single roll paper towels? Cause nobody wants to buy the single roll. You always go for the double roll. I always go for the triple roll. The triple roll is the paper towel that I want. And if it's not there and I have to get the double roll because they're out of the triple roll, I'm like, damn it, the double roll is all I have. But why is the single roll still an option? Just make the triple roll the normal roll of paper towels. Like nobody's asking for a smaller go through it faster roll of paper towels. So like, why have we not just eliminated the single roll of paper towels and made the double or at least the triple the standard? I don't like charge it, whatever. Like, like nobody's who's still buying single roll of paper towels. I don't buy paper towels in my household. Uh, I I don't, that's just not where I, so I don't know. You don't use paper towels. I do use paper towels. I'm not the one that purchases them. So I, that I don't know. I would say this, that I think that there is logistics and marketing, right? Oh, for sure. Marketing is the reason. Yes. Right. But the logistics of the size, like single, single, and I'm not shading on your shade. I'm just trying to analyze it. The single roll paper towels, like at Costco are valued because you can buy a, massive uh, amount of them and they are i believe marketed as cheaper right and you probably get a lot less than the bigger paper towel or the the triple size or i could be dead wrong and they could be getting you with less paper towels in the triple roll do you ever think about that no there's no so here's so why am i well with money and packaging well because here so look it is incredibly dumb that i'm throwing shade on why single roll paper towels still exist i get that and i'm being petty and that's kind of the point of uh throwing shade at times 
it's that, you know, I've, I'm a triple roll paper towel. I buy the six pack triple roll and that's what I like. I know how long that lasts me for the most part. I triple roll was unavailable. So I bought the double and woo flew throw those paper towels. And now I'm like, Oh, I got to get paper towels again. And so I feel like if you do the single roll, you're going to purchase more often, therefore spend more money than if you just go with the double or triple. So again, I don't know why they still exist. Just make the standard like the double or the triple. It's just the whole thing that I'm not. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm just saying like, why is this still a deal? Like, why is the single roll just upgrade to Brawny? I'm just saying it's, it's time. I also, here's another shade. We have thrown, we have grown so many different things. It's kind of along the same lines while I'll use it. Why have we not found something better than the cardboard pizza box? Well, look, I've been preaching that to the world. I think <laughs> that the, I believe that the AI, I think is going to be the bet, the, the, the singular thing that takes over our human space over the next 20 years. But what we need to do, and like I said, Amazon needs to develop cardboard boxes that you can dissolve in the sink so you don't have to stack them up and recycle. Once that happens and cardboard boxes are not, I mean, I, I, I have two cardboard boxes in my site that have been there for days because I don't want to walk my happy ass to the dumpster or, you know, it's hard to you get thrown away in the trash. All that. So I, I'm with you on the cardboard box. Thing. No, I just don't know why we have not found something better to transport pizza than a cardboard square box. I just think what it's great alternative solution. No, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just think it's mind blowing that humanity, like society has not upgraded the cardboard pizza box in decades. Well, packaging, that's the same thing, right? Like Amazon. That's the point. No, I understand that. But like it, you know, you're putting food straight into cardboard and carrying it to somebody. And I just think it's funny that we haven't found something better yet. Clearly that's the best mode of transportation for a pizza. So far. Because if it wasn't, it, we would have different transportation. Uh, Jimbo says shade on him, himself, self-shade, for passing out last night in the fourth quarter during the Lake Show. That was a damn good game. Mr. Jones goes to that and says, shade on the refs who are carrying the Lakers through the playoffs. LeBron is trash. The Lakers shoot more free throws than any team in the NBA. Mr. Jones, I, I, would, I would tell you this. The reason why the Lakers shoot a lot more free throws than the Golden State Warriors is because the Warriors shoot threes. The opportunity to get fouled from 23 feet from the basket and five feet from the basket, you got to take that into consideration. I'm not style of play. Yeah. I'm yeah, style of play. Uh let's see here. Shade, shade, shade. Um uh, shade on human weather from Weiss. Um uh, Let's see. It's not here. humid yet where we are, so I don't know where Weiss might be. Now we got a bunch of cardboard boxes. Uh, shade <laughs> on the uh, economy interest uh, interest still going up. There you go, I, Denise. I'm with you, uh, and I think that there's a reason for that. But we won't get into that political discussion. Actually, maybe we will with my shade. Oh gosh. Because uh, this is. Uh, and here's here's a here's a quick question before I get into the shade because I don't even actually know how to actually formally pronounce my shade. But this week, you saw the Met Gala, 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 the Gala, Met Gala, 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 Met Gala, Met Gala. We're going to go with that. The Met Gala is useless. That is, it, it, it is now going in the basket of the Grammys and the Oscars. 
it is all just like a political play for Hollywood to express something. Yes, they're getting actress, you know, very good looking people are getting dressed up. But I feel like it is on a complete downturn like those award shows. No one cares. And so my shade is that happened this past week or at some point. Nobody gives a rip about those anymore. So I am now officially placing the Met Gala in the Grammys and the Oscars basket of no one gives a rip, right? And it's all, honestly, it's all corrupt. It's all politically corrupt. They have no use. I think that the award shows have gone down the tubes because they 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 care more. Whoever's voting on these, because it's not the people, it's an academy or something. Whoever's voting on them care more about the political impact of the actual award than who should deserve the award. And I think I'm throwing the Met Gala in the same boat. So it's getting destroyed. That's my shit. Do you know? So, like, do you know what the Met Gala is for? No, that's the point. That nobody does. It's just this. It, it, all it is is taking pictures of celebrities walking in the entrance. Nobody knows. I think if you polled a hundred people what the Met Gala was, just like you asked me, did you know before you looked it up? No, that's why I looked it up because I wasn't <laughs> sure. <laughs> Cause he's like, you know, like, oh, you know what the Grammys are for. You know what the Oscars are for. You know what the Tonys are for and the ESPYs, right? But it's, what's the Met Gala for? It is a fundraising gala where a contribution of $50,000 per seat is what it costs to enter the Met Gala. So 50 grand per seat to just go there, regardless of what you're wearing. But it's to the benefit of the Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costume Institute in New York City. So it's a fundraising event. That's what it is. I feel like we should be educated on that more instead of what's Sydney Sweeney wearing, right? What's Dua Lipa in? Well, I, where's what's Little Nas X wearing? Like nobody, it 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 is it has become, and that goes to my point of the Grammys and the Oscars are now with the Met Gala of their a complete facade of what they truly represent. So I actually. Thank you for teaching that. I didn't know what it represented and why it was there, but it solidifies my argument that it is a distraction and it's just a political ploy. It's a fundraising event. Hey, uh, the, for the first Met Gala in 1948, it was $50 a seat. Now it's 50 grand. <laughs> Welcome so, to right, inflation. Well, you learned something uh, here on the show. All right, guys, well, we had our wide receiver Wednesday conversation. We'll see what happens later on today. The Titans do have some press conferences with veteran players this afternoon. Sam Phelan will be at St. Thomas Sports Park uh, for those. So we'll see who talks and we'll see what comes out of it. This is the press conference where last year, Ryan Tannehill said, it's not my job to mentor Malik Willis. And so we'll see if uh, any buzz comes out of this one. But appreciate you guys for jumping on here. Uh, we got a lot of great stuff coming up for A to Z Sports later on. Buck Rising Live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime. Make sure you like the show before you go and subscribe to the YouTube and Facebook. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Wednesday. Appreciate it as always. Adios.